0: Hello, dear listener. This is Tara, and I'm back again to guide you through another month of immature themes. The theme this month was something that I struggled with. I don't know why I found it so difficult, but it was a song that would be playing for your own biopic. Like, what song would uh, accurately represent uh, a movie about your life? Um, Which... I found hard, everyone else found fine Uh, It was a fun thing to sort of chat about Um, and then the back pocket theme was from Connor and it was about um, kind of like the oldest music that you listen to like, um, like time wise like what was the oldest songs that you're interested in Greer called in from Malawi which was great and we got to get an update about his trip Um, so it's always fun to to hear what's going on with him while he's traveling the world Uh, so as always the songs will be added to the playlist uh, which you'll find on Spotify by searching immature themes the playlist Uh, and if you have any questions at all you can get us at immature themes at gmail.com without further ado here's some immaturity
1: a wasa,
0: it's and it is recording <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Well, I was saying, you know that the first zinger has been zong, zong. that we uh, we're clearly all warmed up and ready to just start fucking busting out the hits.
0: We are glad, glad to start off with some zingers in a in a reduced capacity podcast, but a uh, more international than usual. I mean, I guess we usually have two countries, so
1: not really Mm -hmm. reduced in quantity but not in spirit
0: I thought you were going to say quality
1: no definitely reduced in quality
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it's just me here with Connor and Paul Greer who is in the middle of his travels Paul tell us where you are
2: hi I'm in uh, Malawi um, on the lake uh, yeah on the coast the shore the coast the beach of Lake Malawi In the north. Just came in from Tanzania today. Um, We're about. uh, I think it was two or three hours drive. Past the border. South. So yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Just camped up here on a beach. Beachside sort of. uh, Little spot. And uh, went for. An immediate jump in the lake. Where I was accosted by. Loads of locals. Trying to get to know me. And sell me stuff immediately. uh, Whereby. You know. That happened on the shore on the sand, and then I jumped in the water. Three or four of them decided they needed a swim at the exact same time as I was having a swim so they could continue the sales pitch in, in the water.
0: They were selling you stuff and, as you were swimming alongside one another?
2: Well, it was it was more like who are you, what are you doing, how long are you staying, what you what do you want to do? Do you want to like I do this, I got this, I offered this, this is my name, come and see me, this is where I'm at, like you know, the whole all trying to find out everything question me everything and then so, tell me what they could offer me. so it's um, not just
1: like a, a simple like you know like a lad with like a trench coat full of like watches or something n- it's no, like, no, they're offering services they're offering experiences and a whole stuff like ha-
0: kind I've of definitely i've definitely been on boats where like they've come up on boats next to me and sold stuff but nobody's ever like swam with me to continue the experience that's um that's impressive
2: yeah and then i was like and it, it you know, and I get it, like, it's fine. But I was also, like, end of a long and hot fucking day and the border experience was just nuts as well. All I wanted to do was just fucking jump into the lake on my own, cool down, and just, like, whatever. <laughs> and, like, and literally just, like, in the water. I was like, lads, I get it, but just leave me alone for a second. And then, like, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get out. And, of course, all the boys got out with me and continued the thing on this, like, uh, it was just like, okay, I gotta, I'm going. Thanks and then yeah the border was fucking wild as well like they they were, I still asking for covid which was as a joke and i had the covid thing on on my my ipad or
1: whatever like the and vaccination like, oh, or or like a test the
2: vaccination i suppose proof of vaccination and they were looking for a scan and the scan of course didn't work for a few of us so then they were like well you're gonna have to go and get the test then or and then it turned out we actually ended up bribing them to just let us through and like it was it was just three jokers sitting at a table and like we were waiting around i was like kind of asking the guys like what's the story like well there's something else we can do what's the next step here he's like oh i'm waiting for the boss there he's gonna decide meanwhile one of our lads was bribing him outside the tent And I was was just saying to the guy, I was like, oh, you mean the guy in the football jersey that was just here? (laughs) Like, it was just like, just amateur hour. But like, I get it. Like, it's fine. I'm trying to make a book. And that was step one. Then we came through and they were like, we'd already done online the, the Malawi visa and had it downloaded to our devices or whatever to show them. And they're like, oh, no, you need a hard copy printout all right god we do we
1: know okay great where are we gonna get you're like, that you're like i've got a hard copy print out of this american dollar
2: yeah well. <laughs> and anyway yeah so then we had to go like out the back and it was like what turned into a, a little village kind of adjacent to the border and like some some lads print house and I was like well i can't i don't have service i can't get my document to you so you can print it Oh, but of course they had a guy that was selling SIM cards and, and credit.
0: I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard well. to print stuff in Toronto. Like, I can't mm. even imagine, like, you know, I mean, yeah, I, go, no, no. I go to the library and I have trouble like getting it from my phone to the machine.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I suppose in, in, it, it ties into the maybe yes, maybe no. And could I even actually... Uh, convene with you guys today to actually do this one time wise and getting here and getting settled and getting fed and set up and everything and uh, having the timing work out and also having actually a a functional phone with the with sim card and credit and or and or wi-fi in a new country the first day i'm here so in a roundabout way all that mad disturbance at the border uh, and me having been forced to get an extra sim card and and, and credit, uh, has allowed me to actually do this today. So
0: well, I appreciate you being able to do. I hope you're using that new sim card for this, so it's just extra impactful.
2: That's it. That's it. I'm, I'll, I'll charge I'll charge the uh the three dollars or five dollars that cost me back to the uh what do we call the immature teams. <laughs> Uh, holding a boss holding
1: a coin. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We'll just put it into the 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 pint bucket that we'll have waiting for you when you come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a big uh, bucket of slop and like loose coins. Yeah,
0: I just throw stuff at it every other day. But we're missing the person who chose the theme, and I don't really understand the theme. So I don't look.
1: understand how you don't understand the theme. It was like
0: okay. So I was about to say I'm looking at connor who is the closest to seb's brain to t- to explain it but you already piped in before i even said that
1: <laughs> okay so i will i will uh to my best have impression i'm big ron i've been throwing around some weights. <laughs> i'm a weak and... man i'm a weak weak man <laughs> i got a stomach tattoo and uh the theme <laughs> that i picked for this week is uh or this episode is oh, what was it again yeah <laughs> uh, if if there was a, a a biopic about your life what song would be what would be a song that would be featured in the biopic and i've learned i've been pronouncing it biopic for like
0: i was gonna ask if any idiots pronounce yeah. it like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh, really yeah. convinced so like me and Emma always have like these She's like you pronounce something weird, and a lot of the time it's like uh, the distinction between, like North American, and like British pronunciation. But I think I'm just wrong in both counts.
0: I I do know I have heard of other people saying biopic, and it just makes it sound like bionic or something like.
1: Biopic. Well, it's like myopic, but, but it's, it's biopic. It's,
0: it's, it's a biographic.
1: I know, but like picture, you know,
0: I guess is is that where it, is where it a comes It is a biopic,
1: from? yeah, yeah. It just I find biopic sounds too awkwardly.
0: That sounds awkward.
1: Yeah, I find it. I find it sounds like like um an awkward, awkwardly obvious portmanteau. You know, biopic. I do like,
0: I do like the word portmanteau, though. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Well, anyway, that's the theme. Uh I can kick us off. Well, do you understand the theme now, Tara?
0: Like I'm trying to think if I was to picture like biopic, now I wanted to say biopic. Like there's not usually just one song. I think that's what but, I was struggling with. But, 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 but wait, like... it's like
1: biography. Yeah, but it's, it's... not a biography. You <laughs> know, I know I'm wrong, but I just want <laughs> to at least like stop justify it. De- stop some...
0: defending it. <laughs> No, but like, um, I think it's hard to pick one song because it's like there's different parts of your life, or like that's where I thought it was sort of like I don't know. I mean, but like, it could be any scene, you know. Like, it's,
2: oh, okay. Or, I was thinking about it in terms of sure, there will be loads of different tunes, but there's always one tune that stands out and you would kind of remember the thrill, the, the, the film for and so, associate
1: it with. As per usual, like there's really no wrong answers. You could just fucking come up with any old shit. I like don't know.
0: Them. Biopic is the wrong answer, though.
1: Like I don't know. We'll we'll let our viewers decide. If we get any angry letters about my pronunciation of the word, we'll uh, we'll take it from there.
0: Uh sure. I'll I'll write in.
1: <laughs> it doesn't really matter who says. says... Please stop.
0: <laughs> Signed, Tara. <laughs> 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 well, Kansia, yeah, you go then. Seeing as you have a uh, uh, the clearest understanding of Seb's yeah
1: Mm -hmm. this one was i didn't have a lot of can i can i can i guess you can you can guess
0: did you pick a springsteen song
1: i didn't pick a Springsteen. song. okay all right springsteen song would be pretty good but like i don't feel like um biopic about my life would involve sufficient uh american highways or factories to really say yeah yeah really (laughs) it's not like it'd be a bit fancy new jersey i would have to like probably (laughs) Heavily invest in taking some time out of my regular life to go live in New Jersey for a while to justify the usage of a Springsteen. Like, I'd have to kind of I could know, see you
0: doing that. Life just for would have just, to
1: reflect the art a little bit. Just
0: for the joke of the podcast, I mean, if you yeah. were more dedicated to this job, you would do that.
1: This job, this <laughs> family, what's the <a> pay? <laughs> um, you pay me, I'll go to New Jersey.
0: <laughs> we were in New Jersey.
1: Well, like, you know, but that was not like Springsteen's New Jersey. No,
0: that was Dirty Dancing Jersey. Uh-huh.
1: Um, So the song that came to mind for me was um, Sunday Morning Coming Down by uh, Chris Christopherson. I don't know if either of you know that.
0: I do
2: not. Might have heard of it,
1: but heard it, but I couldn't pick it out. It's really good. It's like a very, um, it's like a brilliant like hangover song. <laughs> um it's basically by chris christopherson like waking up i might even have been in a fucking movie kind of just like waking up and leaving the house on a sunday morning and just being like oh fuck everything and i i kind of it's a song that every time i listen to it it's like it's one of those songs like maybe for me like a lot of good country songs evokes real imagery in my mind you know it just really strongly evokes this image of like a kind of gray cold kind of crappy day sunday morning quiet no one's around and you're just like heading out into the world and i feel like biopic about my life would probably involve a certain amount of walking around on a cold sunday morning mildly hungover on a gray overcast day and you know in the context of the movie maybe it's you know it probably would be the the turning point between the second and the third act. You know, I probably would have done something fucking dumb in the second act.
0: Is this like between Belfast and Dublin sort of timeline? It could
1: be anywhere. There's plenty of grey days here, and I do enough dumb stuff that I then wake up the next morning and uh, go for a little walk about it and have a think about. It. But it would be that you know, kind of like you know, the, you know the way the se- end of the second act. It's always like that conflict kind of peaks for the the protagonist, and then you know the the turning point then and then the, the third act would, you know figure it all out and we'd go from there so
0: did you have any honorable mentions
1: i don't it was wow. pure it just kind of came to mind and it was like i don't know it just fit you know my thought then
2: would be because you're you know you're not even let's hope not even halfway through your your life there Conzo what way does this this story end in this song for your man <laughs> or is there any um clues that way not that that necessarily should should uh, the song doesn't exactly. really tell like that much of a narrative yeah.
1: it doesn't really like start yeah. and go anywhere it just kind of like paints a scene i kind of really like songs oh, like okay. that yeah, yeah um, fair enough i like songs that have a narrative as well but like yeah it's just kind of like painting a scene and i can see myself in that scene and i'm wearing a jacket and it's cold you know perhaps you a gotta hood, hood up Uh, Collars up, maybe collar Mm. up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. More of a 70s vibe. No no hood.
0: Like with the furry denim collar. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so it wasn't much of a think, or did you, this just came to you? Well,
1: actually, the other, like everybody's talking just came to mind instantly. And I've never seen Midnight Cowboy. I really should. But that song is like, it's just been used. You know what? You know the Harry Nilsson song? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. it's almost like synonymous with soundtrack music. You know, it's always like, it's been used multiple times in The Simpsons, I'd say. So that did come to mind initially. Yeah, but it's, it's become fucking far a... too obvious. Sorry if I didn't <laughs> that.
2: It's become a typecast uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. soundtrack song.
0: Well, what about you, Greer? What did you think? Are you thinking of the soundtrack of your trip or of your life?
2: Oh, well, so (laughs) I, you know, I'd have uh, sort of committed or sort of said, look, this is a possibility. I'll be able to make this. And now that Anya and Seb aren't able to make it, it's it's fortuitous that I was able to. But uh, my ability to do this was only... It was tenuous up until literally this afternoon. So So, you
0: did not do your homework,
2: is what you were saying. So no, I I didn't. So I, you know, I had it in the back of my head. That was the theme, and I did it. I did a double check. that that was actually the theme, and so I I thought about it on the. I had a two or three hour bus ride then, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll never fucking think about this here. And um, so my my initial (laughs) ones that I just made a quick evernote like few notes and <laughs> the first one was a uh, bat out of hell <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: okay oh, Lord. It,
0: is that is that it, like while your mother's giving birth like that you're that's the introduction
2: maybe but then i was like and then the second one was highway to hell and, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
0: and
2: this was, was
1: just because like, you're on a fucking you're on a road at the time
2: <laughs>
1: yeah but then i left it alone i was
2: thinking about it later and i was like It'd be great if you could do a medley of Bad Out of Hell into Highway to Hell. Bad Out of Highway to
1: Hell. Yeah.
2: Do you not
0: like your life? Why is it hellish?
2: No, no, I don't know why it's all those. It's not. They were just joke ones. (laughs) But I was thinking like if it was going to be, if you were going to put a third song in there just to really, uh, I wanted to get in a third Hell Reference song and, and okay. the, the idea of doing a, a medley of those three would be really fun. It'd be what like a musical. Third one, like Hell's thing. Bells. Or I know, I did, No, I mean, you can't have two ACDC. ACDC yeah, Why not? <laughs> Too easy. No, nah, no. Nah. Um,
3: Hell Awaits by anyway.
2: Slayer. Sure, but it doesn't have the same sort of anthemic, uh, Mm-mm. maybe. I-,
1: I like this uh, idea of like. You, you, you know the show Family Guy, right? I think yeah. like the first season, every episode was titled something to do with death. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, like, uh, well, let me get some examples. Maybe I'm I'm making this entirely up. Um, one
0: of when I put hell into Spotify, one of the first songs that comes up is Adele's "Hello." Nah,
1: that
2: won't be one for me now.
1: Because I've never heard it. Maybe I'm knowing show. it. There's some and also like...
0: <laughs> the sound of silence.
1: But anyway, I, 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 I've been, just this put, puts this image in my head of like some movie about Greer's life that is nothing to do with hell and is not hellish and perhaps doesn't even involve any kind of like motorways. But for some reason, all the music is like Highway to Hell, Bad Out of Hell. Just like <laughs> yeah. completely misplaced.
0: Um, Some for yeah. one, the Hell song.
2: No, not no, doing it. No, no, no. It's got to be on the same sort of I know level I know. of fist in the air, battle the hell, with the hell, you know, and stadium level stuff. Anyway, look, not to worry. Uh, those two would would be quite good. And then what else happened? I Then I thought of the one I'm going to tell you ultimately. And well, another joke-ish one would have been uh, the smog tune, Dress Sexy at My Funeral, mm. which... You know, it's not I really. like that song. It's, a, it's fun. Yeah, it's good. It wouldn't been one of the first smog tunes I would have heard. That's back a on good 2FM
0: like you year, can years ago. picture that like playing while somebody like while you're walking down the street somewhere, you know. Like like, yeah, like if, if this was a movie of your life, you know, like you're you're kind of just walking as that plays is what I'm Or actually.
1: it's a funeral. Or when All like, right, if you want to get yeah. like
0: super literal, like
1: Oh, I'm not big into, well, you know, Layers. <laughs> well, it would it would have to have
2: a certain inflection point in the movie, uh, whereby you know he's left this significant uh, person in his life, and he's decided to go on his own, and ultimately, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be just at like my funeral. I like so the he. You you're really
0: separating yourself from this person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It would be because uh, that's not my pick. So, anyway. oh, I see, uh, I see. Yeah, and then another absolute joke one was was spinal tap uh, sex farm <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: because
2: <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about that. Um,
0: mo- the movie of your life could be a comedy.
2: It could. Um, it should be because it's been fucking ridiculous so far. But the one, <laughs> the one I've uh, I actually chose because I've been listening to go bit of Rory Gallagher the last week or so i don't know why i've been interested in the sort of listening habits so far based on stuff i've downloaded and then i only get opportunity to download stuff maybe every week or so and sometimes i forget so it's kind of whatever mood i'm in and i just had rory Gallagher on on the on the mind and so i downloaded three or four of his albums just to kind of get more of a feel but I always return to the one particular song, a Million Miles Away, which uh, I always like from him. And there's there's actually... A, there's no video of it, actually. And there's a bit of footage of him. It's from, actually, the Irish tour, 1974. I presume the footage from the video is around from the same time. And it's him in Cork, and he's just getting out of his shite Del car. And he's just, like... He's talking a bit about Cork. And he's, like... How it's a place where... You can kinda of disappear if you want to, but if you're looking for someone you can always find them pretty quick if you need to as well. And basically the song's about like being in a packed bar or hotel bar room and there's music playing and the bartender's as high like drunk as a steeple or as high as a steeple or something, it says. But and there's it's all this
3: hullabaloo.
2: Yeah, I I can't remember the exact line now, but anyways surrounded by all this hullabaloo and good times, but he's in his own head he's all fucking depressed and fucking a million miles away. And uh, most of the verses kind of return to this idea and there's one about going out to sea and looking out at the, the blue ocean and all this stuff. And But anyway, I feel like I'm always doing stuff and like, I'm very involved with life and non-stop, but it, uh, I'm most at peace when I'm kind of in my own head and, and thinking heavily about things. And that's that to me, that song kind of uh, talk, speaks to that a bit. And it's a fucking banger of a tune. And one of his best. And he's Irish. I don't know. It sits sits pretty good. So and I would just listened to it more this week again. So Nice.
3: It all all looped in.
0: There's a library in Cork that has a little Rory Gallagher museum. They have his guitars and a couple of things on uh Song Grand mm. Parade. I used to go there when I was in university.
2: Right. He's born in Donegal though, I think.
0: Mm-hmm yeah but yeah. heavily associated with cork I, he must have lived there
2: ah yeah yeah that's and um, one of the lad's actually on the trip here and with me he's an old english lad he he said he'd seen him live twice actually oh
0: wow,
2: and black sabbath and everything yeah but yeah that was that was all I had
3: yeah
1: can I yeah. have a go on yeah you 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 didn't consider a red headed stranger
0: Nelson?
2: Ah, no, I did not that will be good that will be good
0: that's what so we should mad. have done by like picked well maybe after i'm done we can pick what we think sebs would have been because this was his theme
1: uh have... yes let's uh, let's okay. do that we'll have what we think
0: okay so mine were like <laughs> i was like a bit more literal in like trying to think of songs of like that i i don't know like i don't that understand
1: I was, like... what you're why, why you're struggling with this so much
0: <laughs> i just don't really like this theme at all but anyways but, like, I was trying to think of, like, music that influenced me in my life growing up or whatever. And this isn't my actual pick. But when I think about, like, when I was, like, discovering music for myself and, like, I don't know, being, like, a teenager or, like, going into, like, my early 20s and stuff, I couldn't avoid Kings of Leon. Like mm. I, like, was such a big fan. I, like, went to see them seven times in Ireland, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember like buying their CDs, like the first when the first album came out and the second one to try and understand what they were saying or what he was singing. And then there was no lyrics. So it was kind of funny because I went on Spotify yesterday and they have all the lyrics. And I was like, oh, so that's what he's been saying. all. I had no idea um, all of these years. And then I also have a funny story about Kings of Leon that maybe you guys will. I don't know if I've told you this before, perhaps, but I, we went to see them in Lansdowne Road when it was still. Lansdowne Road actually, did it change names or no?
1: The Aviva? When? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was before yeah. it changed to the Aviva. This was one of my seven times. They were opening for the Pixies. And I really mm-hmm. didn't like the Pixies then because I like was such a big Nirvana fan. And we left when the Pixies started.
2: Why, why would that be an issue? To like Pixies and Nirvana, That's because like...
0: at the time I didn't have the expanded brain power to consider liking both of them.
2: Oh, okay. Fair okay. Enough. But if, uh, if you're going to take two bands, though, like it'd be like those would
1: be closer.
0: That's true. Yeah,
1: but, uh, you're more likely to like Pixies if you like Nirvana than if you like fucking Shane O'Connor. 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 I don't know. I just
0: had some sort of irrational like. Like I just really didn't like them, and then I saw the Pixies here and like had a ball.
1: The Pixies fucking, they're great. They're
0: great. I really like yeah. them now. I just think it's really funny that we left, uh, yeah. like during the Pixies oh. playing in Lansdown Road. weird like i done like, dumb stuff
1: wow. before as well.
0: What year was that, Tara? Ah, uh, so, like, like early two thousands year or something like when
2: it was like 2006 thousands
0: six or seven or, seven. or something, or yeah. like around that time, like
2: because i remember actually the last work were you I, at I the concert in. i
0: wonder i wonder if we we overlapped
2: <laughs> no i wasn't but when i after qualifying i worked with pj hegarty's and i worked two years before i went traveling and then and just like I, I was already leaving so there was i was just doing in fill jobs for my last couple of weeks because the main contract i was on had finished we built what we were building so and one of the things they were actually tendering for the new Lansdowne Road, the Aviva Stadium. So I remember seeing all the plans for the Aviva and all that stuff. There we had all the drones in the office because they were, you know, they were preparing for if they win the won the bid. So I went down and I, I was looking at a few things on that job, in case they won it. They never they didn't win it and they didn't I think SIS won it and they ended up building it. But that's my insider knowledge. Of-
0: Nice. So that was my only yeah. time ever in Lansdowne Road, like the old one. And I
2: mean, that was two thousand of seven, and two thousand seven
1: eight. Yeah. I am looking at this here now, and it was two thousand August twenty
0: third, two thousand and five. Wow! Was it two thousand and five? Wow! Yeah, it looks like probably it, around yeah. about then. Yeah. Um, and wow.
1: there was more bands that played that day.
0: Was there really?
1: Uh, who else funny. did i not listen to well there's H- humanzi oh yeah they ha- were actually half i think i
0: remember them yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the name rings a bell they were kind of they were from, i think they were from
2: dremner or something or, i think
1: uh... oh man they in 2007 they won a meteor award which they turned down oh i'm like <laughs> that's Punk like rock. ah here lads <laughs> like it's not fucking the oscars but it looks like Teenage Fan Club also played.
0: I have no memory of that either. I must. I would have been there for that, I guess, because it would have been before Kings. We, we were <laughs> we were only there to see Kings Leon. Yeah.
1: And I mean, like, you know, you're like a teenager in 2005. You're like, who the fuck is Teenage Fan Club Like, but, yes, yeah, good band.
0: But anyway, the song that um, the, these are like Kings Leon's sort of my honorable mention. But the reason I pick it because um, I think of my life in Ireland from people there. They people probably associate Kings of Leon with me. Like it's the most I've had people be like, Oh, this band always reminds me of you, you know, like, so that's why mm. I think it's fair. And particular, I mean, I personally prefer like the first two albums, but from the third one, because of the times I like the song fans because I don't know. I just remember like working in a hotel in Cork and like always singing this around the place. And um, because it's about the, the fact that they're so big in the UK and I assume they also mean Ireland, um, but like so big in the UK, but they weren't big in England. And, you know, mm. there's the the lyric, you know, um, those rainy days, they ain't so bad when you're the king. And I always liked that. So it's like, Hongrow. I
1: think I remember that I song.
0: Let's do the song. beat of the radio. Oh, yeah. That one. But that's, yeah, that's what I sort of think that I associate But then that's not my actual pick. My actual pick is um, something that uh, I was listening to WFMU the other day, Greer, and it came on. And I oh, was like, nice. that's the song that I will pick And because I am lacking in imagination again. <laughs> it's just called It's the Laz, There She Goes, because All I right. just feel like. I kind of just go places, and like I could, I could see it. Like it would be just, you know, there she goes again. She's good just for travel
1: log type movie.
0: I was imagining it as the credits roll, you know, oh, yeah, like
1: yeah. off to the next adventure. Uh, I don't a good, know. That's a, that's a you know. That's I feel a like that it's has got,
2: been used the other time.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's it's got a. A quality to it that would be appropriate
0: yeah you could put it over any different scene or you know it could be like because i've lived in a few different places and it could be like mm. you know she's off there again there she goes there
1: she goes uh, there there's she goes tyler there yet oh <laughs> here she comes oh no there she goes
0: <laughs> yeah so that seemed like the that's my actual pick
2: that's pretty good. She wasn't actually coming; she was just going from there.
0: Actually, yeah. <laughs> any coming is
1: going in a different from a different different she, perspective, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh,
0: so, what do you think? Like, uh, we can each pick a song that we think would uh, count as Seb's soundtrack. Oh,
1: it's Jesus. a hard one, you know.
2: <laughs> I wonder, did he just make up the excuse that, like, you know? he wasn't able to make it so that we had to do this
0: probably just wants us to talk about him (laughs) i think i would pick i don't know the name of the song but I'll, i'll find something afterwards but when i first met seb and he knew my brother just from the the scene in cork and i remember him telling me like i misunderstood and thought he was like yeah tell him that slug bait like just tell him I'm Slugbait, and I thought that was his nickname. So I like texted my brother, and I was like, "Some guy's called Slugbait says that he knows you." And then I realized months later that he meant that, that was the band that he had played in. And but it's funny because I, I like love all, Seb you... Seb is also a nickname, which so it's it's like I don't know. It could have been. I was like, maybe his nickname is Slugbait. <laughs> I right? love
1: the fact that Seb was like, like you understood him to be like my nickname Slugbait, and you were like, okay. <laughs> you ext- like, yeah, okay. That reads, I'll accept. I distinctly that. remember it was in
0: sixteen oh two, and it was so crowded, and I was just like, "What slug bait?" And I wrote down a note, being like, "Slug bait." I don't know. I'll text my brother.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, that's good. <laughs>
0: so, some slug bait. Maybe you wake
1: up the oh, next God. day and there's a note in your phone that says "slug bait." Oh, what the?
0: F-? I mean, I've had stranger notes in my phone. I will say so.
1: S- a slug bait song would be, or what?
0: Yeah, sure. I've never listened to I didn't know where but, you're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what I would pick. Like so.
1: Yeah, I I think I think I would pick some I don't even like I don't even remember. Or Alex
0: G. He always talks about Alex G. Alex well.
1: G I was thinking of doing some yeah, he loves them. some Midwest emo, which I don't really know any bands, but I know I kind of know the vibe and I I can just picture it like I don't know, over some kind of like montage scene between him like sitting in the office doing like bank stuff.
0: And then and getting then tattooed. Him like,
1: like getting his hands tattooed or something. Or he to, wishes. He wishes. Um, or being weird and aggro or something. And just back and forward and him like...
0: And then a, a cut to a scene of him in those tiny cutoff shorts.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All over this like kind of melancholic, but kind of like... Edgy, angry Midwest emo music, you know, thing would yeah. be good. Uh, good. I hate my job as an office worker, I think he likes his job all right, but that doesn't make good film, good <laughs> cinema. What do you think, Rhea? I well, the only thing I can pick actually
2: is uh, was the tune I introduced. Well, I can't remember where I fucking come across it, but anyway, great tune. I almost add it on in the car or. When Seb was living over with us At some point And he loved it And Gary loved it as well actually Meister Harmonies uh, Some were saved Some drowned The line in it is actually You know There is no God mm. Part of the Is the refrain And for Listeners who don't know Seb ended up getting that tattooed Across his stomach
0: And then the like classic. a weak man Got it covered
3: <laughs> I know you
2: know <laughs> but respect you know
1: it's still there <laughs> yeah it you is. can actually you can um, still see it
0: it was my favorite yeah. of his tattoos like it was so stupid
1: <laughs> i liked it i thought it was i thought it looked pretty cool it was yeah. pretty aggro like but like uh,
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: so no it looked okay, like a real but,
2: hard man so Seb obviously took that tune to another level for all of us you know uh-huh. uh, i thought it was a simpsons
0: reference as well that there is no god isn't it
2: uh, no he has another tattoo which is the mouse is like no funeral um, oh, yeah. where and where the mouse was trying to kill himself with it by sticking his head in the in the oven, in the and oven. he just he just tapes tapes, <laughs> a white piece of paper with the words no funeral tape on his back
0: <laughs> and he has the starland and yeah, yeah. yeah, that's funny all right well connor you had the back pocket theme
1: I had the back pocket theme. Yeah. Did you forget? Uh, no, I remembered, but I kind of struggled with it a little bit. I, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I think it's an okay one. It's pretty loose. I feel like our themes have been kind of like, what's, what's, our, our themes have been kind of like superlative a lot of the time. Like, what's your favorite Christmas song? Or what's your, you know, most something something, you know? Um, yeah. And I just wanted like a kind of looser one. Um, so the theme is just like really old Sounds. songs that you like. There was two that came to mind for me for this. One is uh, "You Belong to Me," which is a it's um the first line of it is that it's "See the pyramids along the Nile." Been covered a lot. You you might be familiar with it, but it's like kind of like an old kind of jazz standard type song, kind of a ballad thing, and it's from 1952. And I'm like, that's kind of old. Like, because for me, it's really like, you know, it's rare that I would typically listen to anything pre-65, maybe. But there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff like, you know, that predates that. But then what came to mind, and this is this song, and everyone knows this song, but it's really fucking fun. And it re- reminds me of my buddy. So my buddy basically listens to, like, Irish trad and folk and extreme metal. So, I don't know if you ever, maybe you've mentioned it before. I don't know if you've ever seen like Last FM where you can kind of see what people listen to and stuff like this. His Last FM was just like. I forgot about
0: Last FM. It's still there. I mean, I'm sure I still haven't, I don't think anything I have is connected to it anymore. But yeah, Yeah, I just forgot it existed. like
1: disconnecting from it. it That's a pain in the ass. But because it's really just like having that Spotify rap thing like all the time. And so, uh, but um, his was just like Slayer and Christy Murr. But then there's this song as well that he that he really loves. It always reminds me of this a like, long time ago, which is In the Mood by Glenn Miller. You know that one? Mm. Uh, Surely you would know what to hear, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, um, let's see, it's, it was first recorded, I think, in it was published in 1939. It seems like it was based on like an earlier song as well. Um, So it has a bit of, you know, like a particularly like music did in that era, like a little bit more of a folk tradition kind of thing. Like, you know, it was like, you know, a melody that came from here and different people recorded. And eventually like someone just recorded or or published a particularly popular version of it that then kind of established it or solidified it. But that's probably like one of the oldest songs that I would be kind of familiar with. I think sometimes maybe listen to some jazz Would be listening to some stuff that would be like 50s. But uh, yeah. yeah, I
0: like I like listening to so that's like one of my favorite shows on KXP. They do every Sunday. It's on right now. Actually, it's called Preaching the Blues. But I really like the early blues singers, and those are all like early, 30s. like it would be earlier than 1950. Like like my I have a Ma Rainey record, some Robert Johnson stuff. So I think Robert Johnson would come to mind for me, where like. Yeah, he died in 1938, the internet is just saying, mm-hmm. uh, under mysterious circumstances. But yeah, I feel like if we're talking about old, old music, it's probably the, like, I would still, like, listen to that sort of, I just love all of that blues, like, all, or anything of, like, that sort of Delta sound, mm-hmm. like is Muddy Waters. Is there a Robert
1: Johnson song that might come to mind?
0: Crossroad Blues, I'll pick, seems uh-huh. to be the top. That kind of maybe most well-known one but i kind of yeah i like all of them but yeah that um every sunday they do preaching the blues where it just plays like a medley of like just really good old Mm. blues songs so that would be my pick that sort of that era i like a lot
1: when was uh when was crossroad blues recorded sorry is that what it's called crossroad blues
0: Mm -hmm. so probably like i would say sometime in the 1930s
1: blues is kind of in like I, I have listened to like some older stuff 1936 it says here mm-hmm. that's got me a little beat um, yep there you go the, well that um, would have been
0: like like the advent of recording would have been sort of around this time right like uh uh-huh. like recording non like classical I guess or maybe just recording in general
1: like... yeah certainly maybe I want to say like maybe started like in the 20s but maybe the 30s would would have been when it was more like commercial
0: because radio Uh, would have existed around this time like
1: that that old blues music's pretty good like it's like there's a certain section of blues that i really hate which is like really eric clapton
0: oh i mean i wouldn't even i wouldn't even count that as blues i know he's on this list that i have of famous blues singers he's number three
1: and even just like that kind of like there's kind of like a real like Smooth kind of blues thing that like I just ugh. no so um, I like
0: I like these that they kind of sound scratchy and, and like when uh, they're singing it's like raspy and mm-hmm. and like that's you know like the with um like Ma Rainey has a great voice but she's like really given it when she when she is singing
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I was trying to listen to I was listening to a little bit of like the the three the three kings of blues like it's Albert King BB King and who's the other king those lads are pretty good. I was kind of like vibing with that a little bit. Freddie King is the other one. Yeah. But that's even like a little bit later. Like that's more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 60s. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That stuff's great.
0: Yeah. I like it a lot. That's a lot of. Uh, yeah. Like Sunday morning. Sort of drinking a coffee. Listening to that. Like. Stuff. Mm. And then going into. I guess like Billie Holiday would be later than that. Like I, I have a few of those records that I, I like.
2: Yeah. It's good. Shout all that stuff. Well, a couple of related sort of stuff I had downloaded that I didn't realize i downloaded because either not trying to use credit or not having any. I've been just digging into random stuff either on my phone here or the iPad I have, which is an old one. I discovered um, some podcasts that I had downloaded on there, which I don't remember ever downloading. Mm. And one of them was um, an episode of that, the uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones I don't know if you ever heard of that one. It's, it, it digs into old country, American country music. Okay. But like all the good stuff, like, you know, I don't know how many seasons there are now, but it's really well researched and put together. And, um, and this one was uh, about George Jones. But it went back, like in George Jones Idol was Hank Williams and like, it was this Ernest Tubb and stuff before him. And like, this was really the first, Uh, recorded country or popular country music that started all that all that scene really and uh, yeah just the story surrounding George Jones and his father was an alcoholic crazy man and there was lots of just really stuff that like you would think is just like uh, uh, even older or like folklorish like really well I suppose it's a long time ago now but he was the son of like really just rough guys from the weird part of East Test, Texas or something like, so I'm not going to pick one of his tunes really, but that came to mind as something that dug into that sort of era and is worthy of more, more of a look, I think,
1: and you, you know, there's um, I just saw that there's a new, there's a TV miniseries thing about oh, yeah. George Jones and Tammy Wynette that's 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 streaming there now oh, no, I know Tammy Wynette nice. um, yeah, yeah, yeah and it's got uh, Michael Shannon playing George Jones and Jessica Chastain playing Tam- Tammy Wynette.
0: Is that what that's about? Ooh. I've seen that pop up and I didn't know uh-huh. what that was about. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'll have to watch that.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to be good or not, but.
0: I love Michael Shannon, we, though. He, like,
1: we, we Yeah, we were watching him in something the other night and it was like. yeah, He's,
0: he's so good. He's good. He's like creepy, but also you kind of want to root for him, like, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, yeah. uh yeah, like an olive. Well, spe- special <laughs>
2: mention for the Tammy Winette tune, uh, This Good Girl's Gonna Go Bad, I think it's called, yeah, banger. And well, even George, like, and George Jones met Hank Williams apparently at some point, uh, because he came through his town and he the little band he was playing in in that small town. Did a session every night or five nights a week in the in the local radio station that hank williams called in to, to promote the show that night they were going to be the backing band for his little studio session live on air uh, so we ended up talking to him and the, the one bit of advice hank williams gave him was that he you know because he showed him he could do any hank williams song fucking perfect and Take off his voice, perfectly. And he's like, "Well, you know what? There's only one Hank Williams. There's no point fucking sounding like me. Basically, you have to find your own voice." And from then then on, he actually he sought out to do that. And how he fucked with his vocals and a lot. I think George Jones' main thing, or like a particular thing about him, when he he would grit his teeth at some point and let let a note go through his teeth in some fashion to to create a different uh tone or sound unique to him so i don't know it was interesting i'd heard bits and pieces of that before but it was nice to hear a full story of it all but anyway when we first started talking about this the first tune that came to mind was edit edit james uh at last yeah i do why it was one of the first one of those types of tunes i'd heard when i was young and it kind of struck me when i was like 15 16 17 whatever it was when i was listening to all different other stuff and that you might at that age that might be con- uh, considered as classic or something. I was surprised in myself that that hit me so much, mm, that tune, yeah. you know, because it would be atypical to what I would have sought out or something at that time. And it still does. It's great. Open Black Dice there, they have it on the jukebox, which is a kind of people don't put the jukebox on. It's kind of just the background ambiance of the bar, that jukebox, but that song does come on when you're in there and it's you know. yeah i
0: always enjoy places that are playing like that Edda james style or like i know it's probably just like a spotify playlist or something but it's always just like like just kind of like soothing and and like you you kind of stop and listen to it like
1: yeah well, interesting fact as i'm googling wikipedia or whatever so the at last was written by two lads for the music it's a musical film called sun valley serenade in 1941 but Glenn Miller and his orchestra recorded the tune several times with the 1942 version reaching number two on the US Billboard pop music chart. Full circle. Good. Full circle.
2: Pretty good. Nice. And my, well, my personal full circle was the other thing I had downloaded was a show from WFMU. And it's one of the morning shows, I think. I think it's the Monday, Joe McGasco, or one of the boys, nine, it it's nine on a Monday or Tuesday. Anyway, this particular episode was from the last autumn so the first set in the uh, in the show was all sort of that sort of era as well so like chet baker and and mm. different stuff like that but all every song in the first set was an autumn related uh, title mm. and uh it was gorgeous, yeah. And I, I, the more I listened to two or three of them, I was like, oh yeah, of course, that time of the year in that part of the world, New York esque. Let's just say, not exclusively, obviously, but uh, that sort of romantic feel. Uh, it's getting a bit, bit colder, a bit darker earlier. It kind of, it kind of uh, lends itself to that vibe. I feel maybe a fire going inside so there you go
1: that's my full turn <laughs> nice no
3: good
1: uh, picks yeah. Nice. I thought that the theme worked out better than I had anticipated <laughs> nice, Connor.
0: yeah I like listening to the old stuff like that especially with like the old blues because I think I watched a documentary before I can't remember the name of it or anything about the guy but it was like because there's so many other singers, they just like didn't record them, right? So mm-hmm. it's it was about like trying to find. I think this guy that was probably in his eighties, but was really famous, and like taught these guys how to play guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have vague memories of this, and I can't think of anything, but I just find it really interesting. I think my brother had a had a book about the Mississippi Delta blues before. Uh, but it was when he was studying music and I remember stealing it and trying to read it, but it was like too like technical for me. So I put it Mm -hmm. down. It wasn't like a nonfiction book about it, but yeah, but it's kind of interesting how it's like, yeah, it's, it it existed there with tons of people, but we only know a handful of them. Um, So that's why I like the preaching the blues because they play a bunch of stuff.
1: It's it's interesting how it kind of like, I I feel like that era was, I don't really know. Certainly it started with like kind of, almost like archivists and stuff like real like old school kind of folk music tradition and people just trying to like capture it and record it almost like academically mm-hmm. than necessarily like
0: for the ple- well i guess it's pleasurable but yeah for the for i guess commercial gains
1: uh-huh uh, and yeah interesting era because i guess that was like a real like
0: jim crow t- hmm?
1: is that
0: what you're gonna say? like it's like jim crow as well like
1: yeah, I was just gonna say, like, it, it. It. I think it really kind of that's a real turning point in folk music, where like all all these songs turn changed from being folk traditions being passed like orally and stuff to then actually having like definitive, if not definitive, having concrete recordings of them that all of a sudden like solidify the songs in a way that folk music had never been solidified before. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Are you familiar with the guy? Uh... I think it's Lomax. I was gonna did say, all, yeah. yeah, did the early field recordings of so it would have been like lads out in cotton fields picking or and them singing and he would have went around the American South or not maybe exclusively the Americs exclusively the American South, but American General and, and did field recordings of the music he'd heard and that would have been very early blues mm-hmm. before like uh, what we would consider proper recorded. Mm-hmm. And studio stuff, and oh, I don't—I have to look it up, but I—I I feel like when I was in Ireland there a month or so ago, there's some record of him doing that in Ireland at some point. And I—I I don't want to say that for sure, but something to look up for me or if anyone else is interested, because uh, good, there's good some here
1: yeah, now. There's um, yeah, Ireland, nineteen fifty-one and nineteen fifty-three, the first. Anthology of Irish traditional music to be assembled on an LP record, as distinct from those LPs which consisted of reissues of seventy. It's an LPs of Irish popular music, was drawn from these field recordings made by Alan Lomax. Oh, he did Lomax. okay, so okay, and James Ennis, yeah. So, and I mean, like, I just can't recall where I came across that,
2: but there you go. I wouldn't just didn't just make it up. I like, <laughs> the, term,
0: I like the term "field recordings" as a way of like capturing this.
1: Uh huh. Paul's been making some field recordings.
2: Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to. It's part of my uh my travels. If I hear something interesting, I just because it's a lot easier to uninvasively, if that's the correct word, capture something by pressing voice memo record on your phone instead of holding up a camera and pointing it at something interesting or somebody. Mm. You know, just going about their daily it, life.
1: Yeah, it's you it's know, more um covert. What? You know, yeah, what's the worst? When you take a photo of someone that's like and they Sneaky don't know, uh, <laughs> handed. Yeah, something like that.
0: Um, what sort of stuff? Because I do that sometimes, but it's I have like uh I recorded the Takedas at the place we were in the summer that where they were so loud. Oh, yeah. And like the bird oh, I have yeah. some birds in Ireland, the recordings and stuff like that, but I don't do it all that often. But you're recording like music or just like the atmosphere?
2: Well it would it, be from Like, I've walked by a million, uh, not a million, but like church practices, like choirs practicing or actual service going on without going in. You can just hear it so loud out in the street. There's no windows. So it was warm. And then like, there's, you know, Muslim areas where there's been calls to prayer or just actually prayers going on during a service there in Zanzibar recently. Uh, What else? Uh, just random like lads like trying to sell shit on the street, so they might have a repeated recording of what they're selling that just plays and it's blasting on a fucking like speaker on the side of the street and just shit like that, or just people shouting or trying to sell shit, and like, you know it mm-hmm. could be anything. You know, I'm on my ears ears are looking for it all the time, so and it's just and I like that about right? like traveling. I like those little little things and even just like photos and you know it provides another little personal theme of why you're doing it or like it allows you to look for things as yeah opposed i kind of you know, i i like yeah.
0: it as a i think you know there's something kind of boring about the fact that we all have cameras and videos and phones now you know what I mean so I sort of like it's like people mm-hmm. going to like film cameras because it's like different or more challenging and it's just a different way of like you, you could be recording every single moment you walk around like in a video but it's more interesting probably to just have the sound and the memory and and like yeah you know I like I like that
2: yeah and then you I don't know
1: it's it's just yeah. it's something to do and it's uh <laughs> yeah I I
2: don't
1: mean. Yeah, Bobby and I have been making terrible ambient music, so uh, we'll get Paul's field recordings and put them into ambient music.
0: Do you want Uh, my birds? Do you want my Irish birds?
1: Yeah, yeah, give us some birds. (laughs) And and the very
0: loud. uh, I guess they were grasshoppers, were they at the at Gary's wedding? They were the loudest I've ever heard. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think they were cicadas. 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 Cicadas.
0: I don't know how to say that. Cicada.
1: Cicada. (laughs) (laughs) tomato <laughs> tomato
0: tomato let's call the whole okay, thing it's... off
2: yeah well all good i'm glad we could uh actually figure it out that yeah. wasn't bad we didn't that was basically an hour
0: i know with only the three of us maybe we just don't need those other two no, just kidding come Welcome. back come back <laughs> all right well enjoy your trip i'm sure we'll be chatting to you and uh We'll we'll connect again soon. Thanks for uh, tuning in from or like for recording in Malawi. Oh
1: no, it's great, all like our, this is all the first
3: listeners. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, thanks. And thanks all for there in Radio Land. thanks for recording there on Ossington, Connor.
1: Uh, it has been tough.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Slon,
3: I'm gonna stop recording.